This is Bobby Guy with the Tim Minute Health BizCast. This is album two, track 12. For our closing episode on album two of the Health BizCast, we've got with us today Dr. Brian Holzer who's the president of Kindred Innovations and the founder and CEO of Lacuna Health. Lacuna in Latin literally means gaps or missing pieces. The company specializes in patient engagement to help improve care coordination for better health outcomes. Before joining Kindred, Dr. Holzer was president of Home and Community Services at Highmark Health in Pittsburgh. We're very excited to talk about Lacuna today and about fixing gaps in healthcare. Thanks very much, Brian, for being with us. Bobby, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. So tell us about Lacuna's mission and what it does. Yeah, I mean, Lacuna is a sort of a culmination of, of honestly, the last seven or eight years of my, my career, which has been focused on the non-acute or post-acute care side of the healthcare ecosystem. Uh, you know, I've, I, I've seen this from the ground up, having sort of built home and community services businesses, post-acute care businesses in Pittsburgh, uh, and then integrating those back within the health system that owned a majority of, of those companies. And then ultimately thinking about it from a payer and, and payer and provider integrated manner. And so I've seen post-acute care evolve from honestly not even being a noun in the arch, uh, sort of the architecture of how people thought of healthcare to one of the predominant strategies that health systems and increasingly payers are looking at to control for outcomes uh, and, and better efficiencies. And so when I had come to Kindred, uh, Kindred was already operating um, a, a medical call center model called the Kindred Contact Center that was set up as a cost center um, and, and fully embedded within Kindred architecture, serving Kindred's uh, post-acute care service lines and doing some phenomenal work with care transitions, patient engagements uh, as their patients transition from a facility into the home setting. And having run businesses outside of the hospital, I had seen um, what happens when you don't do patient engagement, patient education, and care coordination well. And I, I essentially looked at what the Kindred Contact Center was doing and saw it as one of the missing links on how to operate some of these non-acute care businesses more efficiently. And so the genesis of Lacuna was simply um, we thought that we would better be able to position the business to the external marketplace by shifting it from a cost center into a profit center, giving it a new name, which we did through the, the, the Lacuna arm, spinning it out into an arm's length C-Corp subsidiary, just structurally. It's still wholly owned by Kindred, still serves Kindred, but it's allowed us to sort of have a dual purpose with leveraging everything that sort of came from how they were doing it for Kindred alone as we look to serve the external marketplace uh, more efficiently with regards to the business, and so it's been, it's been a wonderful journey. It's it's sort of an evolution of seeing how to how businesses can be incubated within larger entities and and have that dual mission of serving the larger entity while also leveraging the the intellectual property of how to do this for yourself and, and benefit the broader marketplace, which we continue to do with Lacuna. What are all the functions that Lacuna does within this sort of call center structure and um, patient communication structure? So we, we do we do three categories of things, uh, and and we essentially leverage the DNA of a medical call center that you mentioned as it at its core. I mean, we are functionally, if you think about what a medical call center provides, we are a twenty four center twenty four seven telephonic engagement shop in which we employ uh, nurses. 
all the way down through LPNs, medical assistants, and non-clinical care advocates. And we deploy the concept of 24-7 access to clinical resources or mixed clinical resources into various types of programs that we sell to our particular partners and clients. On the sort of the most clinical side, we, we have RN programs um, that offer things like um, care transition management from an acute setting to a post-acute care setting, clinical nurse triage, the ability to essentially assess what patients might need through the advent of a nurse, and then guide those patients towards the appropriate resource, which is an incredibly missing link with a lot of clinical models in, in, in healthcare. And, and a myriad of other RN-dependent programs where we use the nurse to provide assessment, education, triage, to sort of guide the overall uh, journey of that particular patient's care. And then on sort of as you get less clinical, we, we have both inbound and outbound um, approaches to how we deploy our, our capabilities. On the inbound side, we're an answering service. We provide answering service solutions to well over 2,200 physicians across the country in which we are, we are giving them an extension or a capability to engage their patients through an inbound answering service model. Uh, on call after hours, weekends, holidays, or however they most need for us to fill in the gaps with their medical practice. And on the outbound side, we sort of point those resources in the other direction. And we're able to provide outbound education engagement programs on behalf of our customers where we're reaching out to populations that may be in need of certain things or may not know that they need certain things. And we're able to provide education and engagement to that population on behalf of our customers. In that category, what's most notable is this led to a very significant contract for us, um, and unfortunately, at the, at the, as a result of the COVID pandemic, but we, this past June, were awarded an RFP from the City of Louisville to deliver contact tracing services on behalf of the City of Louisville and surrounding Jefferson County, which we continue to do, and in fact, is now morphing into outbound vaccine education and appointment reminders work for the City of Louisville. If you take, if you sort of strip away the words contact tracing and COVID, what you really have is an outbound education engagement program in which we are reaching out to the community. It just so happens our own community here in Louisville and helping them think through the pandemic, their clinical symptoms and where to get tested in this case, where to get the vaccine. That is, is a opportunity that Certainly, we took advantage of, but but more or less came about because of the way we structured this company to be able to help our customers either through inbound connectivity or outbound outreach and education, for which contact tracing is just one example of that. So those are the three categories. There are there are many layers behind those categories, but that's how we think about the business and think about our our scalability moving forward. So when I think about U.S. healthcare, one of the long-term critiques has been that the generalists never talk to the specialists, never talk to the facilities. And then when it comes to communication with patients, it's, patients are supposed to make their own decisions about making sure they, they continue to sort of follow up. And their, the ability to connect with the generalists, the specialists, and the facilities about all this in any sort of coordinated way is really hard. Um, it sounds like Lacuna is is directed at that gap, at, at fixing this sort of, let's call it communication hole, communication impediment that we have in healthcare. Yeah, it's obviously an astute, astute point. You know, I would actually 
broaden a bit to say that healthcare is is more or less a disconnected ecosystem more globally. And and you've sort of highlighted um, some of the challenges within that statement um, with the the various physicians that may be all touching the patient at a certain point in time, but not communicating that care. And you know, I can go on with the examples. If you think about post acute care, which is really my the genesis of the development of Lacuna. You know, I often said when I first started these businesses in Pittsburgh, if someone's discharged from a hospital, they don't t- and use some form of post-acute, whether it's a skilled nursing facility as an example or, or a home health care company as an example on the lower level side. If they're going to use post-acute, they typically end up with multiple post-acute care settings. They'll go from skilled nursing facility to home health to home. They'll go from inpatient rehab if it's more of a stroke or a traumatic brain industry injury, and then they may be followed by skilled nursing facility, and they may be followed by home care after that. So three post-acute care companies. And then in the home, when they're being touched by home health care, what is often not appreciated is they'll also likely be, if they're receiving medications through an IV, that's a different company called Home Infusion. And if they have a wheelchair walker bed or commode, that's supplied by a different company called Home Medical Equipment. So post-acute to me has always been an extraordinary opportunity to address some root causes and what you described because you might have three or four siloed companies touching that patient in the home, and the patient may not even know that it's, their care is being uncoordinatedly provided by three or four different companies, let alone how they all map back to the myriad of physicians, both primary and specialty, that may be touching that patient during a brief 30 or 60-day period after they've transitioned from a hospital. And so it's not that we're somewhat agnostic to, how we, uh, to what problems we're trying to solve, but we are addressing that lack of coordination and communication that's inherent in our healthcare system and never more present and obvious than in the post-acute care setting, um, which I've experienced firsthand. And so our products and services are generally pointed at that, which is the disconnected ecosystem. And how can we solve some of the simpler problems with regards to simply providing resources to patients to allow them to achieve a higher amount of awareness of what they may need to recover and ultimately help them think about how to solve for some of their needs. That very simple, and nothing simple in healthcare, but that very simple objective is is at the core of what we're trying to accomplish. We are really not in a position to solve for all that ails healthcare with this particular business, but we do think that we offer a meaningful contribution to help uh, patients and their families recover and sort of manage the complexities that they're dealing with with recovery. Sounds like your model could even move from post-acute and could potentially be scaled out, whether by Lacuna or someone else, across other areas of healthcare as well. You're building something that is um, that is replicable. Yeah, I, I look at the business as a business-to-business play, not a, a, a DTC play. We don't sort of sell subscription services directly to patients to allow them to talk to a nurse. We, we could, but it's not a business that we've gotten into. And, and you know, my career, or at least the last 10 years or so, has been, I, my, my passion is to take disconnected silos and think about how to stitch them together to make for meaningful platform solutions. And I think that is really one of the things that ails us all in healthcare is folks, you know, and it's not, it's not their fault. It's just the way the ecosystem is structured. We, we typically all think of in silos and, and yet there's so many connected pieces that need to be brought together to actually deliver a solution that can sort of address and create impact. And so I look at Lacuna as not necessarily the solution, but an enabler of a broader platform that could ultimately truly have impact on patient recovery. 
So we are constantly looking for other types of technology and technology-enabled service companies that are doing a lot of things very well that would benefit from an extra layer of care coordination, nurse triage, patient engagement. And so some of our, our business is predicated on selling our services white-labeled, where we're sort of the engine that drives care coordination to enable another business's model to be even more effective in what they're delivering. And that's a big part of how I've thought about Lacuna. And often what we're selling isn't direct, isn't Lacuna. We're selling a white label and enabler to another business partner that packages that and sells that to the customer to create greater impact. And so there's no ego in what we're trying to do here. I mean, we, we've really looked at what we can do and what we can't do. And and often the solution is tied into our ability to enable someone else. And it's sort of one plus one equals three in our ability to help a patient and their and their and their caregivers. So Brian, let me ask you one last question. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing about U.S. healthcare, what would it be? You know, I'm not smart enough to to uh, to, to be able to answer that question. Um, I, I think I, I on a daily basis, I, I consider myself a student of healthcare. I try and learn every day. Um, there there is so much good happening, and I'm internally optimistic about just the, the sheer influence of 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 capital and smart people thinking about how to make this better. I think, though, at the same time, we have to be realistic. And this disconnected ecosystem that is increasingly politicized is increasingly a immovable rock. And we, we have to, in my view, stop thinking sort of point solutions and start thinking about how to all work together to create meaningful platforms that can start not chipping away at the rock, but moving the rock. And I think vaccines is a good example. I, you know, to, to some degree, we saw a, a coordinated effort between the private and public sector to drive very quick and meaningful innovation that has led to a, a record um, a record pace with vaccine development that we're all going to be benefiting from. I, I, I want to see more of that, you know, sort of the coordinated effort to, to break down the walls, to start thinking on how we work together instead of in, in disconnect with each other and realize that these simple solutions are not going to solve the complexity of the problem. We are going to have to start sort of breaking down the walls and allowing the private and the public sector within the, the public sector, the various stakeholders within the public sector to be able to work together to meaningfully drive innovative platform solutions to move the rock, not chip away from the rock. And that's that honest dialogue about what it's going to take to get there is what I think is lacking. Uh, and I would love to see more of that because I think that was what would lead to more examples and use cases similar to what we've seen recently with vaccine development. Very exciting. Brian, thanks so much for being with us. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.